Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. Our number two on a Monday live in Los Angeles. It's the herd wherever you may be. However, you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. It was interesting, J-Mac. I, uh, uh, I got a, like you, I have a bunch of social media uh, accounts. I don't run any of them except Twitter. The rest of them I couldn't even, I don't even know the passwords. So we have different people at the volume, Fox, iHeart. They run all that stuff for yeah. me. Yeah, but I do a little bit of Twitter. Did you notice as soon as the NBA Finals ended how ugly and combative, because people now had nothing to distract them, how ugly the last four or five days have been on social media. I, I don't look at it's it. It's gone. Uh, it's I literally, it got significantly worse over the last, since the Nuggets won. Oh, I'm not surprised at all, but uh, I'll be honest. I'm basically off there unless it's a big sporting event like USA Jamaica I popped on. But otherwise, over the weekend, I'm not on there. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been doing some good reading. I read a great story on the Marvel comic universe. Um, it's, I mean, like reading is good because I can bring new stuff to the table here. Right. Um, but yeah, social media, it just rots your brain. The yeah. doom scrolling. No, thanks. Oh God. Yeah. The grumpiest people in the world. All right. On Monday where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong. There is always plenty of both. And here we go. Where Colin was right. Adam Schefter reports. There was virtually no market for Trey Lance. He will be the number three quarterback. After either Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy or Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold. I was told and I said on the air last year that Kyle Shanahan was deeply concerned that he had throwing mechanic issues they couldn't correct. He contacted somebody outside the building. Uh, He has a 55% career completion percentage and that's with Debo Samuel, George Kittle. A good offensive line, the best left tackle in football, the smartest offensive coach. Basically, 50% of first-round quarterbacks whiff, and the Niners are concerned they have a whiff on their hands. 
where Colin was wrong. Chris Paul of the Warriors caught me off guard. I thought the Clippers were a great fit. Celtics, maybe. Um, He plays slow, loves the pick and roll. Warriors play fast and don't. Um, I mean, again, the plus-minus when Curry was on the court and off was so dramatic. They may look at Chris Paul if they can be an break-even team when Steph Curry's not on the floor and just be mature, cut the turnovers, get the ball to the right people. Uh, They're already, though, a small, older team, and they got smaller and older, so it's not an ideal fit, and it caught me off guard. Where Colin was right? Draymond Green's really good. If you don't get it, you don't get basketball. Reportedly, the Grizzlies are interested in him. The Kings are interested in him. This morning, the Dallas Mavericks are interested in him. He is, outside of Steph Curry, the most valuable warrior. Toughness, screening, passing, IQ. The guy's a basketball savant on the defensive end of the floor. LeBron now vacations with him in Paris. There's rumors LeBron would like to get him, can't afford him. Draymond's market, even at this age, is substantial. Where Colin was wrong. I would give Sean McDermott one more year in Buffalo as the head coach, but they gave him an extension through 2027. It feels like they're doing it to empower him after Stephon Diggs melted down in the playoff game and was outspoken during camp, and the owner smartly gave the GM and McDermott power by extending them. But five years in, the offense sputters. It's too Josh Allen reliant. The run game is hit and miss. The offensive line outside of center underachieves. And he's four and five in nine playoff games. I was wrong. Where Colin was right? When Jordan Poole got decked by Draymond, I said there's more to the story. And don't expect Jordan Poole to be the one that survives this. Steph and Clay had their issues, but they're not as confrontational as Draymond. Well, they got rid of him and there wasn't much of a market. They had to give Washington Jordan Poole and a lot of picks. In the end, Jordan Poole's talented, but go look at the plus-minus numbers when Kerr was on the floor and Kerr wasn't. It's a high uh, Curry was on the floor and Curry wasn't. It is a high-functioning offense. Young players have struggled in it. This year, Poole was 23, talented, but often played like his age. Where Colin was wrong. I'm actually surprised the story came out the Suns are going to keep DeAndre Ayton. I don't know where he's going to get shots, and he's a player in his career that gets um, disengaged, can pout if he doesn't get offensive looks. He doesn't just want to be a garbage man. He wants to get offensive looks that matter. Well, you add Beal to Booker and KD, you're not going to get him. Um, he is talented. Let's not marginalize him. 18 and 10, athletic prime, pretty good close offensively. But uh, Vogel and the Suns, at least what made the news, they're keeping him. I think they need some depth, so I'm surprised. Where Colin was right. Marcus Smart traded by the Celtics. I had said for a month, they got to bust this thing up. He's been there 10 years. He's kind of an alpha. Sometimes he takes the ball late from Tatum. Sometimes Jalen Brown takes the ball from Tatum. At least now it's just a Jalen Brown issue. I think Porzingis gives them size and a bucket maker when their offense gets jammed up. I think he's a great player for the Grizzlies. But after 9, 10 years, I'm getting the same results. He's taking the ball late possession situations away from Tatum. It's time to let him go win somewhere else. But we had called it two months out. We thought if they made a move, Marcus Smart was the guy to move. Where Colin was wrong. Nick Saban told a recruit he's going to coach until he croaks over. 
exact quote. This surprises me. I was told years ago that Saban did not want to do a Bobby Bowden or a Joe Paterno. He didn't want to wait wobbly at the end. He didn't want to be fighting and clinging to his job. That he wanted to go from winning national championships to the TV booth, hang out in a lake in Georgia and have a good time. Well, not that Saban's not still great, but now he's got the second best program to Georgia, not only in the country, but the SEC. And here comes Texas and Oklahoma to make the conference even stronger. And now there's Brian Kelly at LSU, Lane Kiffin at Old Miss. So the conference is as good as it's going to it's going to keep getting better. And Saban says, I'm going to coach till I croak. And uh, that has never been what I predicted. I've always felt Nick would leave at about 72, 73 and head right to the TV booth. Still looks good. Still great energy. Maybe it was a recruiting pitch. Who knows? And with that, we bring in Rick Buecher, Fox Sports NBA analyst. It is free agent week. So you know over the next three, four days, it'll be percolating. Friday, you can officially make the move. We suspect teams are now talking today, tomorrow, Thursday to get things done like NFL free agency. So for, let, let me start with the one that did surprise me. Uh, I, I, I think the bench stuff's overrated. The Bucks didn't have a good bench scoring. Denver doesn't. If your three or four big-time players are scoring, I mean, Denver won a title with three guys playing well, Porter not playing well, and very little bench scoring. If, yeah. you, if you got three guys hitting it, you're fine. Um, but I will say, Aiton needs touches or he disengages. Yeah. That's his personality. Yeah. Are you surprised they're keeping him? They're not keeping him. And I'm not surprised that they're saying they're not or that they are keeping it because it's the end of June and they have to move him. But it's a little bit like, well, you're going through this right now. You have your house up for sale. Yeah. You may not sell it. Yeah, I did yesterday, right? but go ahead. You did? <laughs> did you really? Wow. You did? Yeah, I did. But that's okay. Keep going. Okay. But you went into it with the ideas, I don't have to sell. Yeah, I love I it. I just want to see yeah. what I can get. Yeah. So... But it's different if you have to sell and if the market knows you have to sell. Yeah, we didn't. Because then you're not right. going to get top and, dollar. And couldn't I argue that Vogel historically has done so good with bigs that he'll have a great first half. Yeah. That Aiton will play about as well as Aiton can play. Yeah, if they get, even if they get that far. I mean, at this point to say we're going to try it out and we'll see how it goes. But the, the reality is... Contrary to your belief that you can just play three on three, <laughs> you need depth and you need, especially with those three guys, you need guys who are going to be willing to do all the dirty work. And DeAndre Ayton, look, let's, let's keep in mind this idea. Everybody's like, well, if he would just be what? If he would just be a role player, he's a former number one pick. Yes. He wants he's, the ball. He's in his mid twenties. Like he's not going to be satisfied to be the fourth option, regardless of what this team does. So I would fully expect that you're going to see him moved at some point to get depth, to get a couple of quality role players. You just They don't have to do it now, and they can raise the stakes by saying we're not going to do it. I know where you live in the Bay Area. It's a very pricey, secluded grotto. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it, but you hear, you hear all this stuff about Chris Paul to the Warriors. Yes. First of all, the Bay Area hated him. Yeah. Second of all, he's an odd fit. It, it feels like to me he's a pick-and-roll guy. He plays yeah. without a bunch of tempo. Yeah. They play with tempo and don't do the pick-and-roll. Yeah. So my take, there has to be a big, so he's part of a second unit that's got some pick-and-roll capabilities. Yes. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Like yes. Brooks Lopez or somebody. It's you got to bring somebody here, right? Like this can't be the last move. 
Well, Jonathan Kaminga is probably better as a pick-and-roll option. Okay. And not that he's grown into being okay. seven feet tall, but I look, there's a couple things here. Number start, start with the fact that, as you already mentioned, there was no market for Jordan Poole. I've heard from plenty of Warriors fans, this is the big buzz in the Bay Area. Shouldn't they have waited? Maybe they could have gotten DeAndre Ayton. Maybe they, like, it's like, no, 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 no. This move was we need to get off of Jordan Poole's money and we need to get him out of the building. Yes. However we do that. Yep. So the Chris Paul thing allows you to save money in the long term. And it's one of those moves where you go, okay, you know what? We're going to have another adult here. And we can have him, like everybody's, the Warriors only play fast. That's because that's basically the only way they could play. Yeah. Chris Paul gives you an option to play two different ways. That's what was the secret sauce with the Denver Nuggets. They could play fast. They could also play slow. At some point, you need to be able to slow down and be effective. So I can make a case where Chris Paul does work with the second unit. You're going to play it. You're going to play more pick and roll. And I think the stats show that Steph and the Warriors played more pick and roll this year than they ever have. But it still was a low number. It's, it's still one of the lower numbers in the league, but yeah. they're gravitating that way because you just can't find players that are going to fit into their system. You need veteran high IQ guys, and it's just it's difficult to get those guys. So I, I can make a case where Chris Paul fits, but I also believe what this does is it just expands their options. They can move him at the trade deadline. They get off money. They see if it works. Uh, there, there's, they just have more ways to go with Chris Paul than they would have with Jordan Poole. Yeah, I saw. I was talking to uh, uh, Jason Timp, who, who worked with me at the volume, and one of the things he said is, if you go to the plus minuses, Curry and Poole, it was dramatic. Yeah. And if if Chris Paul just gets you out of the negative category, you're you're you know you're two hundred and fifth plus two twenty on the year with Curry. Yeah. If you're just plus four with Chris Paul. I mean, they, they were literally two basketball teams. Curry on the floor, Curry not on the floor. Yep. Chris Paul allows you to be one team, not as good as the first unit, yep. but one real team. Sure. And the criticism that I've heard is, well, Jordan Poole wasn't a good defender, and Chris Paul is not a good defender anymore. But here's the distinction. Chris Paul, uh, per minute, Jordan Poole turned the ball over more than any other warrior. They led the league in turnovers. And... I don't know if there's a broken a stat that breaks it down, but I would guess that they led the league in live ball turnovers, which is it's the ball's not going out of bounds and you lost it. This is you're getting the ball picked or you're a bad pass and they're going the other direction. Chris Paul still at this age has one of the top five assist-to-turnover ratios. Yeah. He's going to solve that problem and their defense is going to get better simply because they're not going to have as many live ball turnovers as a result of having Paul rather than pool. So the blazer execs are meeting with Dame either today or tomorrow. Um, I've said they've been in NBA purgatory somewhere Mm -hmm. between 11 and 17 for 10 years. So Mm -hmm. you get, you don't get in the lottery, but you're not attractive enough for top free agents. And you know, they basically drafted a younger Dame can't shoot like Dame probably more athletic, a little bigger, stronger to me. It's the time to move off. Um, I, Listen, there's sometimes the divorce is good, and it wouldn't be an ugly one. He fits in Miami, and they've got the next Dame. Yep. I would be shocked if it doesn't transpire, would you? I, I don't know if shocked. I would be surprised if it ultimately doesn't happen because, first of all, there's just been too much innuendo. Usually, the, 
these things may take a little longer. Yeah. But when you start to hear the sides considering things, it usually means the ball's rolling in that direction. I believe what's going on right now is they're playing a game of chicken. Mm-hmm. Damian doesn't want to say the guy doesn't want to be the guy to say, "All right, I'm out," because that would sort of undermine his whole brand and persona in Portland. That's why he consistently says, "I just want to play for a championship." Well, dude, you're not playing for a championship in Portland at this point, right? And Portland, meanwhile, does not want to say, "You know what? Thanks, Damian, but we're moving on. We're moving." So, so right now, it's the two pushing each other to see who's going to announce that they're getting divorced because that side is going to take the hit. If, the, if Portland says, look, yeah, we decided we, we need to move on. It's, it, the, the money's too much, and we don't think we can get there with Damian. There's going to be backlash in Portland. You know Portland. That is a fierce, loyal town, yeah. and they love Damian. And at the same time, Damian doesn't want to lose that support by saying, you know what, I've, I've had enough of Portland because they're going to say, well, wait a minute, what, you said this was it. You were right. going to bring us a championship. So I believe it's a game of chicken, and we'll see who wins. So the top four players in the draft came from four different leagues. What yeah. does that say to you? It says to me that, the, that, that going to college and going to the NCAA is a option if you want to get to the NBA, but it's not the option and as it once was, and that uh, you're just as capable of getting prepared for a professional basketball career. So I've argued that college basketball is the best for two reasons. Um, You're on a college campus. You grow grow up a little bit. You go to class. You you deal with kind of a a, a large uh, group of people. Mm -hmm. Second thing is it's a hell of a marketing uh, shoe promotional deal in March where you're getting massive numbers. Nobody watches G League basketball. I think a G League team would be the college team, Mm -hmm. maybe handle it, Mm -hmm. even the national Mm -hmm. champs. Mm -hmm. How is the G League? So it's interesting. Um, I've always felt... College NFL does not look at college football as the enemy. They almost look at it as they almost will as a theater program. Yeah, and we'll take your stuff and just microwave it. Yep. yep. Guys come in, lead the league in jersey sales. Whereas I think there's a sense that by the NBA that college basketball, now the NIL being developed helps, but that they were just basically using the kids, not paying them. Now they get paid. Yeah. But there was a acrimonious relationship. Yeah. Your I guess my takeaway is is the NBA and college basketball are are they still just clunky? Is the relationship bad? It, is the G the G League now has become the place Adam Silver would tell kids to go? Well, they they'd like it to be that. Really? They'd like the G League to be the place where they develop players and they find a way to give them the opportunity to mature outside of the limelight. Because your point was that you know all the all the top picks are are coming from these various leagues and are relatively young. Well, I think what you're going to see is that's going to continue, but you're seeing older players being drafted outside of the top four or five picks because you need role players. You need mature guys who understand this is a business, and I'm not necessarily going to have all the stardom, but I'm also in a place... Uh, talent-wise, where I can't rock the boat. I rock the boat, they can go get somebody else. So let me go get mature guys who understand how to play the game, that are, were around for three or four years, which means they've, 
they're not just the star and basically a scorer and have the ball all the time, but these are guys that have learned how to play the game without the ball. And whether it's COVID that influenced it, where I'm going through this with my uh, with with both my kids, like they athlete, collegiate athletes, and there's players in front of them that are, they have like six years of eligibility because of right. COVID, right? right they're right. they're staying around forever. And I think what the NBA is seeing is that's not such a bad thing right. to take a slightly older player who can do more things rather than just try to go get that young kid who's been nothing but the star on his AAU team, one year in college, and he only knows how to do one thing, which is score. get the ball and score. Right. Well, I mean, if you go look at the slow growth stories in the NBA, Giannis Embiid, Jokic, Steph, mm-hmm. there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. LeBron's the outlier. Mm-hmm. Comes in, great, no trouble. But, I mean, jaw, issues. Um, I mean, Jordan Poole Young, issues. Mm-hmm. Zion, issues. I do mm-hmm. think the NBA, I just think, I, I, was, I was telling this to somebody, having a bunch of kids in my life, especially boys who mature more slowly than girls, mm-hmm. the gap between an 18-year-old boy and a 20-year-old boy is like two humans. Yep. And it's like, so when you get a European kid that's more mature to begin with comes over and he gets drafted 13th, second round, and we don't watch him until year three, you just get a more, you get a grown up. Well, yeah, there's that, there's that natural, but, uh, development. And there's also in Europe, and I would imagine in, in the, in, in the G League to a lesser extent, but still to a certain extent is you have to earn your stripes. Like... Doncic was great from the very beginning, and he may be one of one of the exceptions, but he, Ricky Riobi, any number of these guys that started playing at 16, 17, they weren't the guy. Right. Like, you look at their numbers, they were one of several players. They weren't yeah. treated as, like a star from the get-go. Well, you know, it's interesting. If you look at the history of music, America created, we had a bigger economy. So Ireland and England, they created bands because you had to share. Nobody could just afford their own guitar. The Beatles, The Clash, U2. So Europe, a little less money than you know America, we created rock stars. You know, the parent buys the kid a guitar, he's a rock star. It's the, it's the classic individual over team. Yep. Europe's way of music has been a lot of times bands. They're basketballs, not about the individual star. It's putting the young kid with men. You're part of a community. Mm-hmm. So these guys come in not so coincidentally. They're team players. They're loyal. They're yep. coachable. Yep. They haven't been elevated to yep. Elvis yeah. at 17 years old. Now, in, in LeBron's case, he's handled it beautifully. But I, I do think the slow-growth domestic players and yeah. the slow-growth Europeans – you get a real grown-up by 23. He's traveled. Yeah. He's had to sacrifice. Yeah. He doesn't care about his shoe deal. I don't even know if Steph still... He wears a pharmaceutical shoe. <laughs> I mean, I, I still don't think he cares about his shoe. Right? So. Yeah, well, uh, considering the size of the contract that he signed, okay. I think he cares. Okay, Marcus Smart leaves Boston. Yes. Uh, it was time, but poor Zingas has locker room issues. Gets hurt a lot. Mm. I, I do think he's a better get a basket guy. Mm. But it was there something holistically with this move beyond just player for player? What did you make of I it? I can't help but feel as if Brad Stevens is building the team around Joe Missoula. Like the the assistant coaches that he hired for him, Sam Cassell and Charles Lee, and like those are guys that can connect with the players and aren't afraid to challenge the players in a way that 
I'm not sure that we always saw Missoula challenging them. And with Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart would challenge Joe Missoula. Uh, I imagine, I, I don't think Grant Williams is coming back. I think he's another one. Kristaps Porzingis is not going to challenge Joe Missoula. So you're going to have a quieter locker room probably. Yeah. But I don't know that you're going to have a better team. I don't, have, I don't think there's going to be any issues with Kristaps fitting in. Yeah. I also don't think there's going to be any issues with Marcus Smart fitting in, in Memphis. with Memphis. He's got, I mean, everybody's like, oh, they're getting the veteran to like... Marcus is a little crazy, but yeah. you need a little crazy in Memphis yeah. so that those younger players relate to you. And so I, I like the fit in both cases, but I would say that this makes Memphis he, – he fills more holes for them. Yeah. Covers for John Morant the first 25 games. He can slide over into that Dylan Brooks position and Tough. give, you, give yeah. you better defense and – uh, so and just a smart, higher IQ player. Yeah, I, I, I really like Marcus going to Memphis, probably more so than I like Kristaps going to Boston. All right, good stuff. Are you on uh, Speak today? I am on Speak. All of Speak today. Right. By the way, as soon as you mentioned where you live, I he's didn't... such a real estate mogul. No, I'm not. Like he was immediately like checking. Oh, oh, really? Oh. Started asking me questions, wanted to see he's, what else was he's available. He's a big Zillow guy. No, no, I just, when you, I mean, I only have dinner with two people, my wife and NBA insider, Rick Buecher. <laughs> and so he told, he showed me where he live in the Bay Area, and it's a, a wonderful, quiet, it's very quiet. I like quiet. He looks yeah. at sunset. It's nice. You live next door to Curry, right? Uh, not, no, no, not quite. Oh, okay. Steph I'm on the coast. Yeah. yeah. Curry, does, Curry didn't want to be that close to the water. Yeah. I don't know why. All right, there you go. Uh, good seeing you, Bukes. Good to see you. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, it's the herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code herd, H E R D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources it's the kia summer sticker sales event so give your friends something to look at like a b&b with an ocean view an endless field of wildflowers or a sunset that needs no filter make this a summer to share and save with a capable kia suv or powerful sedan See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do you own the day in sports? You make incredible plays. How do the rest of us own the day? With Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready to own the day. Look for Irish Spring at your local retailer today. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. We have a new contractual mandate that since Bryce Young is your favorite young quarterback, we have to talk about him all the time. He's gotten so much praise from coaches and teammates in the you know the short time he's been in Carolina. Now Panthers legend Steve Smith Sr. has joined in, comparing the rookie to a legendary quarterback that overcame his size concerns. Here's what Smith had to say on the Cut To It podcast. Drew Brees. Bryce Young reminds me of Drew Brees in essence of shoulders up and anticipation and knowing his own deficiency. When a guy already knows his own deficiency, I'm rooting for him because he's not trying to be something he isn't. He says, hey, this is what I am. This is what I'm not. I'm going to stay in this category. I'm going to stay in this era. Yeah, he's got self-awareness, really bright kid. You know, he started Bama and Modern Day High School, so he's been at the highest level of high school and college you can be. Dominated both. Really good, but he does look small. It's fair. I, I'm I'm reluctant to disagree with Steve Smith. You know, he has a big history of beating people up, oh, he especially does. on his team. But it just feels a little cheap that any quarterback who's short is being compared to Drew Brees. <laughs> Two was Drew Brees. We heard that for, for a while. Now it's Bryce Young. Like, can we just slow down, slow the roll with the comparisons? I mean, I don't know. Drew Brees went second round. Bryce Young went first overall. Right. They traded up for him. I know. Like, But, you know, I will say, when they traded up for him, what you can't be in this league, everybody gets fired, is have chaos at quarterback. If I Would you buy today if I told you he's going to be a four-year starter, mostly healthy, and they'll get to a couple wild card bursts, but he'll stabilize. In four years? Uh, wow. Well, that's a bad division. It's a that bit would, of a. If, if he's making the playoffs twice in four in years, four years that is a card. grand slam. Home so you run. would take it. Of course. And then I tell you, by year five, he starts to fall apart physically, uh, the wear and tear of the league. Yeah, the problem but, is then you probably paid him after year three well, or four if he's made the playoffs, you know? I, I yeah. My takeaway is he's going to stabilize the organization. And right now, they're not stable. Matt Rule, I, Darnold, Baker, they're just not They're not stable. And so, Frank Reich is coaching in Carolina now, right? Yes. So, he has talked a little bit about his offensive coordinator. And it sounds like they're not on the exact same page. They're, I'll send you, I'll link it to you later. About how they kind of want different things. And that's not a great thing when you've got a young quarterback, an OC. And Frank Reich is an offensive guy. So, you know he's coming in with his ideas. I think as of now, Frank Reich is calling the plays. I, we'll see. I'm not as bullish on Carolina as you are. Let's just say that. No, you like New Orleans. And yeah, I don't know if they have a coach who can coach. not a lot to like about Carolina, new head coach, first-time OC. I think first-time OC. Uh, Brand-new quarterback. Like, I don't know, who's their top receiver? Adam Thielen? Yeah, this should be a two. But he's a one. It happens to a lot. Maybe a three at this stage in his career. All right. Uh, Next up, 49ers and Rams have a strong rivalry, but things could stretch into free agency next season. Kirk Cousins will be one of the big names on the market. 
if he doesn't re-sign with the Vikings. And signs are pointing to him not going back there. In an appearance on the Rich Eisen Show, Mike Florio believes the two teams could potentially compete for a quarterback. I think you're going to see, unless the Vikings re-sign him by then, and they can't use the franchise tag on him the way his contract is structured, you're going to see a potential tug-of-war between Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay for Kirk Cousins next oh, March. Ugh, why? Staff, Stafford's a much better quarterback. Everybody makes it sound like Stafford's not going to be. It's over. We'll, we'll see. Let's see how he rebounds from the injury. But uh, to the 49ers point, I mean, if they got a quarterback on a rookie deal, why are you paying heavily for uh, Kirk Cousins? Why would Just, I? I, yeah, I don't know I don't, about that. I don't get I mean, you're telling me there's a huge gap, Brock Purdy to Kirk Cousins? I mean, in, in terms of size, athleticism, arm strength. Well, there's a, there's a clear dearth of number one starters in the league. We know that. There, I mean, like, Kirk Cousins is probably at the bottom end. Like, there's probably like seven or eight teams in the league who don't know their quarterback situation. You get Kirk Cousins, you know your situation, right? You're locked in. Um, yeah, the Stafford stuff, I, I don't that's know. That's a clear downgrade to me from Stafford to oh, a massive downgrade. Yeah, Stafford's one of the top five arms in the league. He's a huge talent. But you also had the stat, I think, last week where any qu- quarterback Shanahan coaches is successful. Right. I mean, he's taking guys. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's beyond that. We've watched Kirk shrink in big spots. Prime time, especially. Like, shrink. It's like it, there's an Andy Dalton thing there. San Francisco's the opposite. They're on television constantly. I mean, they're, they're, they're on Sunday night football, Monday, Thursday, or a Rams-Seahawks game. The Niners are always on TV. Those are games Kirk, when he gets out of his normal schedule... You know what I mean? He, he goes to a Sunday night. We, we know it by now. Monday, he gets tight. He's a teeth clencher. Like, I just don't think that's the answer. And McVay? McVay moved off. Who do you think's more talented? Goff? I think Goff's more talented than Kirk Cousins. Goff was a number one pick. Kirk was a fourth-round guy. Goff's taller. Goff's got a better arm. Okay, was, I think, might be the key word there. If you if you could pick one of these quarterbacks. Oh, Goff. Over Kirk Cousins? This. Wow. Goff. No question. He's got a better arm. I think he throws a prettier ball. Neither is good in a muddy pocket. Neither does anything off script. Hmm. I think Goff. I, I think need to. Uh, I need to. That is close to a wash, but I would lean Cousins. I, maybe I'm crazy. You, you love you some Jared Goff. I think he's. I. I, I don't know. I'll just say you get to a Super Bowl. Pretty good. Feels pretty good to me. Are know. you feeling better about like Kirk Cousins right now or say Russell Wilson in Denver? Russell Wilson is a better player. After last year? Yeah. He's got a great coach, Russell Wilson. Okay. Yeah. To the NBA final story where the Warriors dynasty could be over. Uh, brutal second round exit against the Lakers. But Steve Kerr believes Golden State's offseason moves will, be, will shift the team needs to continue to compete at a high level. Saying, I've loved this group we've had the last couple years. But the biggest point is that we sensed we needed a shift. Didn't mean we needed an overhaul, but we needed a shift of some sort. Yeah, they wanted to get pulled out of the building. That was their shift. We'd like to shift gears on a stick shift and get him out of town. (laughs) Like we made a significant shift without giving up our identity and our sense of who we are as a team. But their identity is not slow down basketball. I feel like they've lost a bit of their identity. If you told me they're not going to afford Brooke Lopez, if I was them, I'd trade Clay for Brooke Lopez, some way to make it work. They need size. They need a pick-and-roll guy a little bit with Chris. I don't think they're that far off. I don't think Chris Paul's a disaster if you add a big that can pick-and-roll. Then I think you're fine. They just, they're small. 
and the league is getting Milwaukee's big, and and Phoenix is now big, and Denver's big, and Boston's bigger. And and, and by the way, Memphis is big. We just saw Brandon Clark and Stephen Adams get hurt. Memphis is big. Yeah. The Lakers are big. They're they're. I mean, we Looney can't be your only big. I mean, sometimes Colin, we come in with strong opinions, and for whatever reason, as soon as this deal went down, I said, "Oh, this is garbage. What are the hell of the Warriors?" Doing? So out on him. But I wonder, is there even an argument that this could work? Sell me that Chris Paul in Golden State will work, okay. given the injury history, yeah. and he likes to slow down it, The garbage. easiest way to explain it is, if you go look at a plus-minus, which is a, it's not, it's not perfect analytically, but the Warriors during the regular season were like plus 180 when Curry was on the floor, okay. and minus 130 when he wasn't and Poole was on the floor. So the argument is, you're going to be plus something if Curry's out there. If you could be break even with Chris Paul, just not be a turnover mess, then you're winning 10 more road games and you can buy against good teams. The, the problem was there was this huge gap in not only maturity, but turnovers, uh, defensive assignments. Like Poole had a little bit of Curry's offensive brilliance, terrible defensively, turnover machine, immature, doesn't get along with players. So what they're saying is, CP3 at least will give us very low turnovers, tons of maturity, defensive effort, and will be it'll stabilize our second okay. unit, which was a mess. That's fair. But this idea that like, oh, we'll just play Chris Paul 18 minutes a night in the regular season, like that, that's not how basketball works. Like you're not going to say, hey, Chris, you're on a minute minutes limit in December. We can't. We got to save you for the playoffs. They're going to be like, we need to win games. We need Chris Paul played I think 30 minutes a game for the Suns this year. You can't play him 18 minutes and stabilize the bench. Then Curry's playing heavy, heavy minutes. Well, they still have Moses Moody and Gary Payton, and they just drafted another guard, and they still have Clay, so they, they're guard heavy. Okay. I think you say, Chris Paul, we're going to play you 24 minutes a night. We're going to play you 58 regular season games. Get healthy for May and June. And I think that's the role. And he's your backup, mature point guard. I feel a lot better. I mean, you and I were on the air when this was happening. Curry goes to the bench with nine minutes left in the fourth. He needs a five-minute break. You were literally holding your breath when treading, Jordan Poole yeah. was on the floor. Treading water, basically. Chris Paul, you can go to run. You're not going to trade. He doesn't turn the ball over. I mean, we were sitting there like with Jordan Poole in that Sacramento series. Like, is he going to lose the series? Yeah. This one guy. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. This show sponsored by BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. BetterHelp, therapy online. Catch up, connect with a licensed therapist. 10% off your first month if you sign up today. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. BetterHelp.com slash Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Saturday is baseball night in America on Fox as the Rays, with the best record in the major leagues, take on the Mariners, or the Guardians take on the Cubs. The action begins at 7 Eastern on Fox. Check for the game in your area. So um, yesterday, uh, I, I was just bouncing around. Didn't watch a lot of TV this weekend. Was kind of hanging out outside doing things. But I did catch the Mets meltdown. Only the Mets can allow just one hit and blow a 6-3 lead. It was hit batsmen. It was airs. It was walks. It was classic Mets who came into the season with a payroll at $344 million, which basically uh, blows away most of Major League Baseball. So the Mets thought they were buying wins. No, they weren't. What they were really buying is pressure and relevance. You see this all the time from the little brother in the shadow. The Mets are in the shadow of the Yankees, so they thought they'd buy relevance. And the Clippers are in the shadow of the Lakers. Paul George, Kawhi, uh, I think will buy relevance. Brooklyn Nets in the shadow of the Knicks thought they were buying wins. What they were buying is pressure. KD, Kyrie, James Harden. I've seen this my entire life. Cleveland, desperate, gets Deshaun Watson in a division with big brand Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Joe Burrow. The Live Tour went and got Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka. You're not going to buy dominance. What you're buying is relevance. But what you're also buying, whether it's the Browns or the Live Tour or the Mets or the Clippers or the Brooklyn Nets, you're buying pressure. You're putting a ton of pressure on Brooke, uh, Buck Showalter, on the locker room, on the front office, uh, and and they're just... Uh, do we have the call, by the way, the final out? It was a mess yesterday for New York. 0-2 coming. Popped up, center field. Marsh is there. 
And the Mets 42nd loss of the year is their most horrific. As the Mets bullpen melts down, aided by a key error, and gives up four runs on one hit in the eighth as Buck Showalter tried to stay away from his best relievers, and the Mets pay the price. For the record, uh, baseball, because of the number of games, the sheer volume, chemistry is really, really important. Culture is really, really important. These games, these seasons last six months, last forever. So instead of a slow roast like the Dodgers or the Braves, the Mets tried to microwave it. The steak comes out done, overdone, chewy, not as good as the Braves and the Dodgers who have taken time and done it the right way. That is not to say you can't add a piece. The Rams had the coach and the roster. They just added Stafford. The Dodgers had the manager, the stars. They just added Mookie Betts. Um, By the way, Denver Nuggets, they had Jamal Murray, Jokic, they love their staff. Michael Porter, they just added Aaron Gordon. That's the way to do it. You add a really good piece, usually a perfect fit or an energizer, Mookie Betts, this athletic energizer, to a really good organization that just has to get an extra run here, an extra catch there, an extra stolen base here. But uh, the, the, the Mets are the classic. They think they're buying wins, but what you're buying is really relevance in the shadow of a bigger brand, and that becomes extraordinary pressure on the organization. The Mets don't do anything well. A lot of this stuff doesn't even fit. They're too old starting staff. You got old guys, Scherzer. You know, if if Alonzo's hurt, you don't hit for much power. What do the Mets do well? Not really anything. (laughs) They're now seven games under 500, 15 games back of the Braves in the National League East, and the Braves have owned the Mets forever. So once again, the slow roast of the Braves is the superior team. And the Mets, you know, they'll, now, now the word is Buck Showalter's in big trouble. A year ago, he was a genius. A year ago, he was the best. A year ago, he was the savior. Now he's an idiot. All right, I'm not going to buy that. Uh, Albert Breer is going to join us last hour. At the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically double all the pa- cash back you've earned. Everything earned double. Check it out for yourself discover.com slash match you weren't watching baseball j mac and i at least watched the mets meltdown i really didn't pick it as a game i was online reading some stuff twitter started melting <laughs> and i would turn it over and it was right in the middle of walks and hit batsmen and airs and you could just hear the disgust from the play-by-play guys it was great as much as i love to uh, mock the mets as a yankees fan since birth uh, there was a, a significant NBA trade a few moments ago. Do you care? You want me to tell, tell it to you or I, save it, it for was the final hour? Was it significant? I, I, <laughs> All right, go ahead. A couple people in the studio laughed. So the Atlanta Hawks finally traded John uh, Collins. Yes. The power forward. They've been talking about trading him for two years. Yeah. He's going to the Utah Jazz. They are one of the few teams with cap space. Yeah. So they take on John Collins, and now they have uh, Markinen, Collins, Collins Sexton. Interesting team. Walker Kessler, who was an awesome he, rookie. He, he was great. I know people are going to scoff and say, oh, John Collins, he's nothing. The guy's like a walking 18 and 10 dude. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a jazz team that competes. They were competing until the final week for a play-in spot. Yeah, Utah and OKC. OKC's going to be good this year. Like, yeah. better than, I mean, Chet Holmgren walks in. We got Shea. I mean, yeah. the, I'm just saying, the West, somebody's going to fall off the map. And if Portland sees a move like this, and they're still hesitant to trade Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard's not getting the memo. If he stays in Portland, they might miss the playoffs, Colin. Again. Well, that's the other thing. If Portland moves Dame, they give it to Scoot. They have Simons of the Young Kit. Uh, they have older Nurkic. It's really a time in the West 
to get back into the lottery again next year. Tear it down. Yep. Yeah. So you got Scoot. You got into the lottery. You got the second best player, maybe. Go do it again next year and get the second or third best player again. And there's your rebuild. Hour three next. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.